now for for, for bad bitches and, and nerds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're live. We're live right now. Ooh. We're live on Twitch. Are we live? Bad we bitches live. and nerds. Bad um, bitches and nerds. There we go. Ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's your boy, so we're going to be Jabba Tears podcast. If you're listening to this, you don't see what's going on. If you're watching this, you see what's going on. <laughs> My co-host, Janelle from the HR, first of all, she is on vacation. It's her birthday week, so she's enjoying penis and Tennessee whiskey. right now. Penis <laughs> and Tennessee whiskey. Yes. She's with her lovey-dovey boo cakes, Michael Bostic, the singer. The guy. The guy. Wait, his name is Michael Bostic? Yes. yes. Like... Mr. Bombastic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So the audio's good, y'all. I checked. The audio's good. Gotcha. The audio's good, boss lady. And we're live here at Gotham. I'm at Gotham. And I have, oh, yeah, my other get my other um co host, Mr. Black. He's between some cheeks. And he's <laughs> right now. So he, he couldn't make it to the, on today's episode. So it's me. I'm hosting today. So some of you guys might turn it off, some of you guys might turn it up. Depends how much you can't stand Sir Wilkins. But I got some guests with me. Got some special co-hosts. We're going to talk about wrestling. We're going to talk about this date I went on the other night. I'm going to talk about a lot of shit. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is the Jabba Tears Podcast. Boss Lady, play the theme song. Hey, hold on. Let's do that again. Let's, let's time that. Let's time that. <laughs> <laughs> play the theme song. Java Tins, Java Tins, Java Tins podcast. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let's hide this. Let's hide this. Boss Lady, play the theme song. You got it right. All right. Should get the fucking um. The remix is going, but that's another time. That's, a no, that's, another, that's another time. Another, yeah, definitely another conversation. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are here live and in color because a lot of melon on the screen. Yes, sir. And we got Doogie Franchise in the building. Yes, yes, sir. It's me, it's me. It's that D double O G I F R A N C H I S. E, that's me, Doogie Franchise, in the place to be on the Jabba Tears podcast. We also have Big Baby, a.k.a. Dre, a.k.a. the big nigga that takes your bitch yeah. from the Year Sports Show. What's up, brother? What's going on? What's going on? We here. How's everybody, we live. How's everybody doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Good. This, this, this is the first time I've been uh, doing a show since... Jabba Slam, the Jabba Slam pre-show. It's the first time I did a show that ain't mine. So I'm, I'm, oh. I, feel, I feel special. Oh, welcome aboard. Thank welcome, you for coming welcome, to the last welcome. minute. Appreciate you taking time out your day to be with us. Um, First things first, how's everybody's weekend? Everybody did anything? I worked. Yeah, I worked too. I ain't gonna lie to you. I worked. And that's pretty much it. I've just been working. Yeah. Wait. Um, and I did watch um all... All out and got drunk though. Oh, that's good times. Good times. You got good drunk time. at the crib or a friend's house? Uh, the friend's house. So I literally woke up. I woke up at the end of the Kenny um Christian Cage match, and I literally woke up to Adam Cole's theme song. 
That's, that's not a badass way to wake up. Yeah, yeah, like like it was just dark in the house, and all I heard was Adam Cole's theme song, and I was like, oh, you know, speaking of theme songs. <laughs> It's Daniel Bryan shit, boy. Yo, wait, wait, wait. It's Daniel Bryan Yo. shit, boy. Why Daniel Bryan? Bryan? Why Daniel, Daniel Bryan? Why DB got the, uh, the, the the shake that ass version of his song? Yo, boy. Yo. <laughs> Wait, whoa, that's lyrics? Yes. <laughs> Yo, this shit is hard though. Yeah. Yeah. This is a beggar. Yo, it sounds like he, he at one part, like, shake that ass, shake that ass. Like, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> so. The ad lib is I'ma kick your fucking head in. Yes, from his <laughs> ROH from his ROH. Um Ah, oh, this is amazing. Yes. Yo, right, this shit that's, is fire. That's by the way, it's, it's Brian Danielson. My apologies, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Brian it's, Danielson. Daniel Brian really. to me, but yeah, well, you know the, the um AEW stands are gonna c- curse me out if I say it wrong. Ah, um ah <laughs> speaking of getting drunk. What's the what's the worst time you ever got drunk, Big Babe? Because um, Doogie Franchise just said he, he know, man, woke up butt naked to Adam Cole's theme song being played in the background. <laughs> worst time I got drunk, we were playing this game called King's Cup, and oh. um, oh. aka Ring of Fire. Basically, what? um, whoever picks up the fourth king has to drink whatever's in the middle cup. And that is all determined by whatever the first three people who pick up the Kings pour in the cup. It's not like this was pre-COVID. Nah. Yeah, this is way pre. This is definitely pre-COVID, and this is this is my worst time. And I ended up with the middle cup, and my best friend was like, "Oh, if you get the middle cup, I'll drink it with you." This nigga Lies. didn't drink it with me. I died. I died. Jesus Christ! Hold on, were they for- mixing? Huh? huh? Were they mixing? Like, yes, they had mixed everything. It didn't matter what they put in that middle cup. They mixed everything. Yeah, we, was walking, I, we was walking to the store. I was, um, this was so long ago. I was confessing, oh man, I missed such and such. Whoever showed me that I wasn't with at that time, I was like, oh man, I miss her. I was, yo, <laughs> yo, yes. <laughs> now, I've played King's Cup. That, that game will get you. Saying shit you're not supposed to be saying. <laughs> oh, I've said some wild shit. The wildest time I ever got drunk was a birthday party at Taj, and I was in love with this girl who came. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it was simping at its finest when I'm drunk. I'm a lovey dovey drunk, so I don't like doing that shit too much. Oh man, uh, was it SummerSlam? Mm. Got drunk then too, and then we went to Coyote Ugly. Oh, and I literally just told, like, literally just telling this girl, like, yo. You look, yo, you look pretty. Like, mind you, she had a whole mask on, so I couldn't even see her face. I just said, yo, you look pretty because you got pretty hair. I'm just drunk as shit. And then she's like, I'm pretty because of my hair. And I'm like, no, you're pretty, but you got pretty hair, which is what's catching me right now because you got a mask on and stuff like that. And I'm just trying to spit whatever I can to get her information. (laughs) (laughs) And she gave me, she, and the funny thing is she takes my phone and says, all right, bet, we can talk. But you just gotta figure out my name. I'm going to follow you on IG, and then you gotta find my name. And then I'm just like, she gives me the phone back. I'm drinking shit and blurry, so I mm-hmm. go to the person who is with me, and I'm like, 
yo, I can talk to this girl if I can, if I can tell her her name. So we're just going through the phone to see how to do it. I figured it out. <laughs> I said hi, and I literally just slid in the DMs just saying, hi there. But I still walked up to her and says, told her her name straight up. It's like, your name is such and such. Like, oh. a, like, 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 I just won the grand prize. Yo, yo, <laughs> like, yo, <What>? wow, <laughs> yes, <Yeah, so, laughs> it's literally what happened. Jesus Christ, boy, that was wild. That's what that's that was wild. Yo, so let's um, let's dig in. We spoke about all out. What'd you guys think about all out if you guys watched it? Um, oh, it yeah, let me be honest. The crowd didn't seem too much into it for both of the night. And I had the advantage of being able to sit and watch it at home because I'm usually at Legends. But I'm sitting and watching at home. You know, it's me smoking my hookah, chilling. Right? You sound like, you sound like a bad bitch Dominican, do it. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I'm sitting there watching. I'm listening to the crowd. And they don't seem too into it for most of the night. Of course, they get into it for a punk. And then after that, they're like, eh. How about the Lucha Bros match? The Spot Fest? Um, it was... They got into it. There was a lot of downtime, and then whenever they would do a super spot, they would just be through the roof. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I think... I feel like the crowd burned themselves out too much. Because, yeah. like... Cause On like, Rampage. Like, <laughs> like, like, it's... Because, like, since Eddie Kingston came out, there was just OD hype. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Their hype, they was like, all right, we did too much in for this. But then, like, they kept following up matches with, like, another hype situation where it's like, all right, we can't keep doing this Mm -hmm. for, like, a good four hours. Because, honestly, like, between, I guess, two hype matches, they should have moved the, what you call it, the Big Show and QT Marshall match, like, somewhere in the middle instead of, like, closer to the end of the show. The Big Show QT Marshall match should have been on Dark. Because, yeah, go ahead. I mean, oh, oops, Paul White. We there's no BS here. My bad. It's as long as he got well and some pyro, that is the big show. Why do people like this motherfucker? Oh, I, I, I love Big Show though. Big Show. I love Big Show, but still. Yeah, I don't even know. He's a personality, son. Nah, bro, I, I never liked him, son. Yeah, oh. y'all be hyping this dude. Like, oh, nah, nah, nah. Nah, when, nah when y'all be hyping him, son. Like, I don't so low key. He's on my list of overrated, overrated superstars, B. Nah, son. I don't, He's on yo, my list, son. Yeah, yo, it's a connection. I don't know. Cause like What's I, the connection? He big, you know. ain't big and white. I don't know. Because like it's like <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm big, like, black, I, and athletic. So, like, so I I I connect with the big show. Like my brother doesn't even watch <laughs> I, my brother doesn't like watch wrestling, right? But when I was a kid, he took me to a wrestling show. And then like for some reason, the one person he just kept quote, he just kept doing well it's the big show and i'm like yo you don't even watch it and then like he did that for a week straight and he's like yo y'all ain't messing with my man big show and i'm like what do you like about him big show was carrying cross huh no wait a minute big show's carrying cross great entrance has a cool name (laughs) and he ain't got nothing name a fire big show match son a fire big show match yes Oh, oh, okay. Ready? Uh, Mayweather watch. <laughs> no, no. I was going to say uh, Big Show Brock Lesnar stretch and match where Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar had to get the forklift. Who carried that nigga? Uh-huh. Brock Lesnar. That's the still, reason why it was fire. It was still a fire match. 
Hold on. He did Summer. his job in the match, too. Exactly. Hold on. Uh, CM Punk, John Cena, Big Show, SummerSlam. Love that match. <laughs> wait, wait. Edge, Big Show, Cena, WrestleMania. You had Edge and Cena. You Cena had Edge wanted, and Cena. Was Cena not garbage at that time, though? Cena, Cena. <laughs> Cena was garbage at that time. About? Cena was garbage at that time. Niggas be acting like, like, like and, Big Show is this big time Hall of Famer. Big Show and Shane McMahon. Career, son. Big you Show, Shane. I Big said Show, Shane had a better career. That's oh, you wild. Big Show, Shane McMahon, last man standing match. Where he got yo. Talking about everybody that's money, son. Shane McMahon is money, son. Shane is a spot monkey too. Yes, right. and it works. But it's so much fun. It's so much fun. You talking? Yo, Big Show is a utility player. You put him in anything, and he does great. Hall of Fame but utility ain't, but he player. Ain't the superstar that people be talking about. He's a they Hall of Fame for uti- no reason. He, he's yo, Big Show's Barney, son. He's wrestling's Barney. That's yes. what it is. And that's yeah. why I need to stop loving him so much. Nah, no, nah, Bum nah. Ass Big Show. You can't. I mean, he's better than QT Marshall. I ain't gonna lie to you, but I kind of <laughs> like QT Marshall because I, I, I feel connected. Like I see them down in my deli. <laughs> no. <laughs> No. Like I know he lives in Staten Island. And he he got two he got two kids and a wife that he hates and he cheats on all the time. Like he looks like that. <laughs> I know he sell marble floors, son. Yeah. I know that nigga sell marble floors on the on, on the side on the side. But yeah, um. So you said that the crowd was dead. You know what it was? I didn't see that. I see them really pop for Lucha Bros. Lucha Bros is really over. Yeah, Lucha Bros is super over. What was your reaction when you woke up butt naked and drunk when you saw that heard that Adam Cole um the theme song, Doogie? Uh wasn't no butt naked, but I was definitely drunk. Uh butt, butt naked sounds better, but go ahead. Nah, uh yo, I was like, smart move, bro. Cause this like I'm not gonna lie to you. You wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna make it in the WWE, bro. And like I could tell he'd been seeing all his homies going up to the main roster, like, nah, I could make more money elsewhere. Also, the amount of story, like right now, him rejoining the elite, which I think is literally a plot for him to get in and take him out one by one. You can tell the story right there because they left off on a bad note and you just going to come back and hug him like it's all good. Nah, nigga, remember it. He went to WWE to get training, to get better, to come back and take niggas out one at a time. It was a, it, it was a wild move, bro. In, in my opinion, like, not letting, not keeping Adam Cole, in my opinion, that's one of the worst moves ever. Yeah, because he sells himself. Adam Cole sells himself. Like, the whole Adam Cole baby was done before he got there and is still getting done after. Like, Adam Cole literally, like, other than the height issue, which is what, every, which is what they said, Adam Cole was literally built WWE. Well, like, he literally was self-made for WWE but it's just his height difference. And then he learned from the two guys that he actually wanted to learn from. Triple so H he, and Sean. Exactly. So now you literally got the perfect superstar who already beat Daniel Bryan, beat down Seth Rollins, put on a banger at a, at a major WWE pay-per-view, which was Survivor Series, who literally always had the crowd on his side every time. No matter what he did, the crowd was on his side. He had a banger with Seth, too. Before. Yeah. Like. Like, even, like, and then, like, the man sells, like, he sells, like, nothing. Like, 
the whole shit with Walter and him, all that. So like they literally lost, they literally lost what could have been their next actual Mr. WrestleMania. Well, to to kind of like like to be on the other side of that, the the, the reason why Adam Cole wouldn't have made it in the current version of the WWE is that the time of the little man is over because the time of the little man that was going on. You remember when we had punk, we had Brian a little bit of Seth um, at that time too, when Seth was in the shield and, and um, just the smaller guys were running it. That's when the bigger guys weren't doing what they were supposed to do. That's when people were carrying Roman. That's when Cena was there, but he wasn't having the best matches with any anybody that was his height or better. Um, but now that you have a Roman Reigns that takes up most of the TV time, you have Bobby Lashley on Raw that takes up most of the TV time. The smaller guys, there's, there's no use for them now. So this is my thing. And, you know, I'm a WWE mark, but, but I'm always very honest about what's going on. Mm-hmm. You're right. You can't deny that. There is a time that that I wouldn't say the time for small guys. I think it was independent darlings mm-hmm. was a thing. We saw Punk kind of ushered that in. NXT, the first NXT in the beginnings ushered that, just pushed, knocked down the door. Mm-hmm. My The thing is, you, the company has lost creativity. They're on cruise control. They're expecting a bigger guy to get them over. That is it. That's why we don't have, we don't have to do it. They're looking. They they saw Adam Cole, and the rumor is that they you guys probably heard it that they wanted him to be Keith Lee's manager, same way Leo Rush was Bobby's manager. That's the rumor that was going around. We don't know how true that is, but if but let's hypothetically speaking say that was the truth that they want him to be Keith Lee's manager. My issue is that you're not getting creative. My issue with that is that you're following uh, a formula, which they do. Right. I remember I had, shout out to Santana Red, the porn star. She was on a coffee talk with friends. She said, this, oh, the formula seems like it stayed the same. That's not a good thing. At all. We always have the mentality of if it's not broken, don't change it. It's getting a little broken. You know that that light switch in the house that you keep flicking on and off, on and off, and then that one day it pops? Right now, WWE is at that point where it's like about to, that light switch is about to break. There's something about to go wrong with it. There's things that that are great about it, Mm -hmm. but they need to, like, refresh things. Start doing things because you have a superstar like Adam Cole. This is where I'm going with it. Get creative. Figure things out. Yes, he's not a big dude. The mm-hmm. height situation, I think the guy is probably smaller than me. Yeah. So get creative. Figure something out. W- w- there are big and small people all the time. You know what I mean? AI was six foot, if uh, if anything. But he was a mega superstar. Height is not everything. The talent is there. They will get the fuck over. It is cho- they choose not to be creative. That is the problem. They're, they're at, a, at a creative stalemate right now in the company where things are not don't feel fresh. We like it because we're so used to it. It's like your mom's spaghetti. It tastes good, but we've been eating it for the past 20 plus fucking years. 
I'm it's not still gonna, good though. I, I, I'm about to say, I ain't gonna agree. Like, yeah, my mouth spaghetti is regular. <laughs> I ain't trying to die. I get what you're saying. But the thing about <laughs> it, you've been eating it for mad long. That's 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 what it comes down to. I but um when it comes to all out, it was do you consider it to be the best pay-per-view of the year? Uh I don't know. I don't know. So far. I just, yeah, so far it's it's up there, but of the year, this is like mm. this, it still has contenders. I still don't put it past WrestleMania. Night one or two. Night one or two, yeah, it's a good question. <sighs> two. Or one. No, I don't put it past any of the nights. It's, hmm. it's night one, night two, then then all out for me. I think SummerSlam was as good as All Out. Some people may, may disagree with me. Mm-hmm. And what All Out had was massive moments. So everything else you kind of like forget about. Right. Like when we talk about the WrestleMania that The, the Rock versus Hogan. Yeah. You kind of forget about everything else. Yeah, Triple H versus Y2J yes. was on that one, right? Yeah, well, nobody cares. Yeah, and, and that was the main event. And that was like, nobody cares. That was an amazing match, but it went after Rock Hogan. Like, Kofi, go, go ahead, brother. Isn't, isn't that like what WWE's whole thing is? They want moments, even like, yeah. so it's because like Ooh. nobody ever talks about the event, they actually talk about the moments. It's yeah, always right. like, yo, you remember this? Not, do you remember this bit where they did that and that and that? It's like, yo, do you remember, like I said, uh, like a uh, shaming man jumping off the cage, the hell in the cell? Like, you remember that? That's a moment. Yeah. Nobody's ever going, they're not going to talk about the match. They're going to talk about the moment. Mm-hmm. So I think it was the pay-per-view, though, for me. Mm-hmm. That's the pay-per-view in general, where the big moments took over the pay-per-view. And you're right. It's about those big moments. But, but for me, if you go side by side with the pay-per-views, I think... SmackDown, not SmackDown. SummerSlam kind of edges it out a little bit, mm-hmm. but right. I see, but, but I see, but I see what, what you're saying though. But Daniel Bryan is back. I'm sorry, <laughs> Bryan Daniels, the American Dragon, the American Dragon is back. Thoughts, fellas. Ooh. I love it. I love it. My man came back with the Brock button and everything to let just just as a surprise too. Like, I respect it. I don't know if that's... Some people might be like, oh, that's a jab. They're ripping WWE because he came back with a bun. I'm like, ah, really? It's a bun. Right. Yeah. But other than that, it's like, yo, it's... Honestly, AEW is the indie dream match. Performance. Oh, 100%. Because, like, I, like Daniel Bryan kind of solidifies, like, everybody's talking about, yo, y'all got all these... These uh old guys, these old WWE guys, I'm like, nah, nigga, what you got is all indie legends now coming to a, a spot where all indie legends can collide. <laughs> you got sharpened indie indie legends. Yeah, like like you got indie legends that made it as WWE superstars. They can teach people how to be superstars on AEW. But I don't think they're teaching them. That's that's what I was saying. That's what I've been saying from the beginning. That's what I've been saying from the beginning. Nah, I mean, yo, son, you can't. Yo, it takes four years to graduate college, bro. Ooh, ooh. They gotta. They you gotta. They gotta wait. It's gonna take time. Like, like as of now, right now, the the certain 
characters that are being built as superstars, which is in their year, what was it year two going into year three, has been Darby and MJF. So you know they're at the top of their class. Right now, <laughs> Jungle Boy is just getting his, he's just getting his paired up now with his legend, which is apparently Christian. So like, give it a give him a good two more years. You, everybody's gonna be like, huh? It, but the thing is, though, the legend doesn't have to be on camera. The legend doesn't have to be within the match. You got eighty motherfucking producers back there. Half of them are former WWE guys. Mm-hmm. So why does it always have to be on camera? You are right. It does take four years. It does. You know. You know. They gotta gel with somebody. But Jungle Boy can talk to somebody behind the scenes and get that off. But I understand where you're coming from. That is true. But they're so they're so big on partnering people together. Where it's like, yo, my nigga, like that nigga's run on the outside looking in. Looks like he's by himself, but back backstage, he's getting these bars off. Um, I can slightly disagree when it comes to Jungle Boy, because before Christian, Jungle Boy was Jungle Boy was over. Before Christian, Jungle Boy was over. It wasn't he wasn't as over now that he has the the, the Christian touch to him that Christian helping um the Jurassic Express, but Jungle Boy was over. And I think Darby Allen was getting there too before Sting. Sting accelerated that. Mm-hmm. Um but it's like what I said. You and you're hundred percent right. Um it does take probably four or five years for them to kind of be set in stone to get something right. Because you don't want to hot shot it and then you turn it turn they turn into TNA. But I think they need more structure backstage. I I agree. I agree with you saying they were mm-hmm. over, but like the them being paired with the legends is mm-hmm. like that one dude with the bad bitch in the club where you'd be like, yo, why she with him? So now it's all eyes on that dude to see what he does. Right. So like, but that girl is was keeping your attention. So now mm-hmm. like like so you see, so like you see somebody like Christian. I'm like, yo, oh shit, that's Christian. What he doing with this long-haired, skinny dude? And then they're like, oh snap, he nice. Mm. Oh, that and then and then even the same with uh Darby Allen. Cause like I'm not gonna lie to you, when I first saw Darby Allen, I was like, All right, <laughs> this dude yeah. is a little suicidal. Then <laughs> but then like after a while, I'm like, all right, I'm giving up certain credit. But then when he got paired up with Sting, like that first time him and Sting like locked the eyes. And then you seen them together, you're like, okay, now I really got to see what's going on here. Because you don't, like, it, it, it's meant, the legend is supposed to build intrigue while they're supposed to fulfill that gap of, like, why they with them. Right. It's like, they, like you, you're like, the interest is now the potential, like, yo, oh, shit, this dude is not, this dude is, he's really doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I to the point, like, even sometimes when, like, for example, the CM Punk match, like everybody's seen Darby enough with Sting, where Sting just Darby's like, yo, let me rock this one alone. This thing was like, I, right. but even though CM Punk, it was all about CM Punk, your eyes were still on Darby. And at the end of the day, the last chance you heard wasn't CM Punk, it was Darby. Hmm. Sting still ain't a bad bitch, though, but um, I see what you're <laughs> Sting ain't no bad bitch. Just like um, Big Show ain't no bad bitch. Sting is like walking around with, with like, like Rosie Perez right now. Like, like, she used Rosie, to be, like, like Rosie Perez. Like Rosie Perez. Rosie used to Perez be. is a legend, though. Rosie right. Perez is like, 
she, the, the she's a legend. She she used to be like the baddest one, like the little baddest Spanish chick you you've seen back I, then. I, I was young, eight years old. Yeah, we don't we don't want to hear about that. We don't want to hear about that. Rosie Perez, bro. I thought I met a Rosie Perez one on a date with her. Yeah, like I like for me, I couldn't sit and just have a conversation with Rosie Perez because I I get like I gotta go because I her accent is way too thick and it's not like it's not like Spanish. It's just like old school nigga. Yeah. Anger front though, that's what makes her hot though. That her, her, her thick accent, I, yeah. Her actions would make her fire, but then I, I, like, I to think about it. I'm like, would I be able to sit there for like, like, would I be able to be laying in bed and just have her like hear her talk to me? And I'd probably think that she's loud though, like she talks aloud. I'd have gave her a dictionary, I would have loved to hear her voice. I'm like, here, read out some words. I, 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 I like that shit, I like that ignorant, um, hook booger Latina <laughs> shit, so I'm, I'm okay with that. I enjoy hood booger from every from every um from every race except for white. I, I'm not good with white hood boogers. No, I'm not a fan of white hood boogers. I'm not either. Yeah. Those are the ones that get you arrested, bro. Yeah, yeah. They, they know how to turn off the hood booger real quick. Yeah, I can't be around those type of hood. Boogers. They be like, yeah, yeah, my man says to, oh my god, no, he's hitting me, he's beating. I don't got like, time for that. I don't got time for that. Yeah, but <laughs> stay I'll do like a black Stay away, Colorado. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the aggression. <laughs> That, yeah. that I might get threatened with a knife or something, you know. Yeah, that type. Of <laughs> nah, nah, you yeah. out. <laughs> I no, no. I I've come to accept that. Like like I said, I love my black women. I love my Spanish. I love their their fire. I love my my black and, and Spanish women fire in them. That they're passionate. I don't want to see a fire in a white woman because I might go to jail. <laughs> like That's what the so fire? Said- I feel like the fire is unseasoned. Like I get what you. <laughs> you just like this. <laughs> That nah, fire is nothing but under logs and no coal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, just log. Like, you just you just see the smoke. You don't smell it. Like yeah. <laughs> it depends where they were raised. It depends where they were raised. I, I I always told you about the date that I had with the uh, this um, Caucasian woman or, or white woman, and then she she popped in her uh, mixtape on the date. <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was top five. I always talk about this moment for the rest of my life because mm-hmm. I didn't expect it. Out of I didn't expect it. Was she in her car? And we just left the date. We just got some wings, whatever. And she low-key played me mm-hmm. on the day. She's like, well, this is the place where you take your friends, huh? I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, okay. And then she's like, you want to hear my music? I was like, I thought it was like some singing. She's like, nah, I rap. Our favorite, her favorite, our favorite rapper was Styles P. <laughs> like, where did she grow up? <laughs> she grew up in upstate, but it was just like, oh, no, so like, she's cl- oh, well, no, she's no, it wasn't upstate. It was like the, the tip of the Bronx. That's like white, like really nice part of the Bronx, but it's like further up. Yeah, she's by she's by Yonkers. Yeah, by White Plains, and I think so. So she might be well, White Plains, uh, baby. So yeah. I'm on the day she's driving. She she's she her little Camry, and she turns to the right. And she looks at me. She's like, you want to hear the mixtape? I was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> so I, she popped that shit in. First of all, her voice was different. It was deeper. She, she, she sounded like a white Foxy Brown. And I was like, Yo, what <laughs> is this? What am I listening to right now? Not like Justina Valentine. This is just like a white Foxy Brown. It's like some white Foxy Brown. I was like, all right, you got some bars, mom. Like, you know, she's like, you think it's good? Think it's good? I was like, yeah, it's all right. I hopefully my back of my head was like if I keep saying this, hopefully I get some cheeks. Um, did I did. We, we ended up end up in a relationship later on. Uh, 
Because I'd be, I'd be out here on these streets dating. So, in a, in a so you, you were in a relationship with um, <laughs> Mrs. Vanilla Ice for a second. Yeah, she was about to get signed to like a like a like a small independent label too. Mm-hmm. Like she was, she was, she's really trying to make this a serious thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, speaking of white women, you know who I'm not a fan of, but everybody loves her. Um, Chris Statlander. What do you guys think of her? Yeah, okay. I'm not quiet. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of the words to say this. I like Chris Statlander. I like the character. Um, it's just one of those things I don't. I wouldn't see getting it getting over anywhere else but AEW. Mm-hmm. I think. I think she need more time. Mm. Cause like, like, she has a she has a nice look, right? And then like. You can see intensity on her face and stuff like that, but for some reason, like her move set ain't ain't there yet. Mm, I, see what like, you, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like the whole alien bop thing, I get it. That's funny. That's like when motherfuckers used to just two sweet people on the head. But it's just like I'm like, yo, I need I need I need something else from her. Mm. Mm. Um she I don't, I just don't see the hype for her. And you know, shout outs to her for getting signed. Speaking of speaking of a great signing, Lee Moriarty just got signed. Yeah, shout out to Lee. The best unsigned wrestler on the planet, and he is officially signed to AEW. Congratulations to him. Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. He's out here, he's out here doing his thing. Did you guys watch Dynamite and NXT? I saw clips. I forgot about NXT. I forgot. So. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this. Uh huh. When NXT does like a skit, they began it right because they did the bachelor rep, the bachelor party for Loomis. I mm-hmm. did saw that. That shit was entertaining, bro. The shit was entertaining. It was some good shit. What do you think is gonna happen with NXT when they, you know, go to Nickelodeon slash Disney colors? I'm watching NXT. Honestly, I think they're gonna be more skits like that now. You think so? Yeah, like I'm honestly, I, I feel like Johnny Gargano has been the the actual guinea pig for all that. Because mm. like his character has super evolved into like a different type of wrestler, but a whole different type of personality now for all the bits and shit. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't think Johnny Gargano would be that funny. I'm not even gonna lie to you. He even killed killing uh Camion uh Car- that lame nigga uh carrying cross <laughs> carrying cross on the mic by being silly and kidding. True, true. Like he literally you literally just told the man you suck for like for like four minutes straight and everybody was with it. That's <laughs> like it was foul. That was yeah. basic. That was a wild basic. Do you think he stays when his contract is up? I don't know. I I don't I don't know. That one I I, I have, like if he stays, he might it might not be. It depends because like there's some people who want the promotion, and there's some people who just want the raise. So I don't know I don't know what he's going for because right now he's just getting the raise and not the promotion. I'm going to say this, and it's going to be probably off the wall. 
but run with it. Johnny Gargano is going to turn into what our truth is now. Oh, now really? we remember we remember what our truth was prior to WWE. Well, his second stint in the WWE. Mm-hmm. Remember NWA champion our truth. Yeah. Remember um, Ron Killings. He came in WWE. He was still he was dancing and everything like that, but he was still that wrestler, and he's lasted this long still. He's avoided getting cut, all of this. And from what we've been told, Vince really loves our truth I can see the same thing happening with Johnny Gargano to where he, he's such a character that he'll be over no matter what, and his place will be cemented. It might not be the same Johnny wrestling that we've seen prior to what he is now, but he's always going to have a spot on the roster. Is that a bad thing, though? Depends on who you ask, because there are fans like, no, we want DIY Johnny Gargano, not, you know, whatever they call the the way Johnny Gargano. And there's some people who like the way John Johnny Gargano now over DIY Johnny Gargano. So, Yugi, what you think about that? I'm damn okay. I I dig it. I understand what, what you're saying. And even if he does do the clown thing, like eventually they're gonna have to throw him in a match or two, so he's gonna be able to just show off and show out. So right. he might he might he might end up getting like and I don't I hate the fact that I'm about to use this comparison, like a new day type of over where he gets to be a silly, but like he'll just keep putting on banger matches where people just whoo, where people just gonna be like, yo. <clears throat> Sorry. Bless you. Where people thank you. People are gonna be like, yo, get this man a title shot or something. Cause especially if they're going for like the super big dudes now, like Johnny Gargano can put on a match with almost any type of size person. So it would look really good for him to be funny and yet put on a banger against somebody like super serious. I think I, I personally think it depends what happens in the next two years. WWE is at, a, is at a tough spot right now because majority of these superstar indie dudes, they know each other. They're going to go somewhere where they feel comfortable. That's why Adam Cole left. That's why you see Kevin. Kevin you know who KO. I'm talking about? Kevin Mr. Owens thinking Mr. about Steen. Mr. Steen has been putting out little bits of clues lately. First one being is that he put the coordinates to Mount Rushmore. And if you're and if you're familiar with Kevin Steen's or aka Kevin Owens running the independent scene, him and the Bucks were in a group called Mount Rushmore. And also Adam Cole was part of that group as well, if I'm not mistaken. So put it out. Um the Bucks put something on their bio that said coming soon. And then I think Kevin put, like, be there soon in his bio on Twitter. Mm. Oh, shit. So Kevin is leaving because <laughs> all my close friends are at are in another company having the time of, of their lives. And they're barely using me on WWE TV. So AEW about to turn into PWG. Yes, 100%. Because what Doogie said earlier was that they are signed to, they signed a bunch of seasoned superstar 
indie wrestlers. Yeah. And PWG was known for that. GCW is known for that. And we're seeing that. I don't think they take over anytime soon if WWE doesn't get its shit together, but they will. It comes to a point where the hype will will go up. But they said the hype has has died down with Punk's return because the ratings have said that Rampage numbers are down. Your thoughts, gentlemen? Um, I think that's funny. I'm not really a ratings guy, but what I what I am saying is, I feel like Rampage needs to be that show for specials. You know what I mean? Like, like they have these quarterly they have quarterly pay per views, but they also have like quarterly dynamites. But then like some stuff that you can't put on a dynamite, make that a Rampage special. Mm-hmm. Like like the, how they did like the Kenny Omega Christian and CM Punk's debut like a week later. Like you do that as like a quarterly special. Like you want to do a an hour long Iron Man match, you do that on Rampage. Cause that'll be the perfect place to do, it, huh? That's the whole show, though. Iron hey man. And then, but how good? It, how now you? This gets to sh- for you to show your talent how good your talent really is. If they, if you can put one match on for a whole hour. And it keeps everyone locked in and entertained. You know you got two stars in your hands. Mm-hmm. That's true. They need to just make it a regular, like develop into a regular show. Develop all they have. They have a massive roster, a massive roster of extra talented people. Just mm-hmm. recently, Diamante versus Swole. That was on on amazing, Dark Elevation. Amazing, amazing. Amazing. Why don't they continue growing other stars on Dark Elevation? Have serious storylines. I get what you're saying, which is, that would be dope. They do special pay-per-views like Fighter Fest and like the other ones that they usually do. But grow that, grow that brand. Make it all about those certain types of storylines. They that looks like they're trying to go that direction, but they need to continue going that direction because it would help. And plus, this is one thing I hate. Mm-hmm. If you weren't watching Behind the Elite or you're not watching certain stuff online, Being you will be elite, lost. Don't, don't, huh? get beat, don't get beat up by the march. In the no, elite. but I'm just saying. Like, Being the Elite. Being the Elite. <laughs> if you don't watch that or you don't watch anything on the YouTube, you're lost. And when Diamante and, and Swole started doing, they started putting up stuff like vignettes on Dynamite and a couple on Rampage, and you started getting understanding that because this is the, this is my thing. Being the elite is fucking great. It's, mm-hmm. it's fucking groundbreaking what they did. It was the network before the network, low key. Fucking behind the scenes, regular life shit. But. You have a bunch of fucking storylines that's right now in the Bullet Club. For instance, Kenny's the one who kicked out Adam Cole. There's mm-hmm. certain a certain faction that's within the Bullet Club. You have the OG Bullet Club. There's so many little things that's going on. Mm-hmm. They're going to touch on those storylines, and we're going to be fucking lost if you don't know about New Japan stuff and Bullet Club stuff. Mm-hmm. I just want them, when they cross that fucking whew, bridge, <laughs> People, they walk through those storylines. 
Mm-hmm. They understand. They, they give a vignette, an understanding of what happened, where this is all going going on behind, before they got to AEW, why they're at this place right now. Because sometimes you don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? I, I understand. That's what... um. Oh, shit. That's what they need to use Excalibur for. He needs to be like that vocal bridge of connecting all the stories. Excalibur like, doesn't do shit. But that, that's and that's what you give him to do. That's what you give him to do. You sit there, you put him like you, even if it's on elevation rampage or something. Matter of fact, rampage is literally a couple of days before pay per view. So that's what you use rampage for. I'm like, yo, let's connect the dots on how all this really started. A couple years ago, Adam Cole was one of the members of the elite. He had all of a sudden Adam Cole ego got the best of him where he tried to fire the bucks from the elite. And then at some point they still came together to help Adam Cole. Adam mm-hmm. Cole lost the ring of vital title when everybody was carrying titles. And um, what you call it? Kenny had the briefcase. Adam Cole like, lost his ROH title, which made him no longer fully elite and where he got booted out and then disappeared for four years, four years later. No one, no one, quote unquote, knows they knew where he went. He comes back and now he's welcome with open arms, feeling as if he learns his lesson. Now, how do you build that up? What is Adam Cole's true intention in AEW? Is he going for the TNT title? Because that's the only title they don't have. He can't go for the tag titles. Why? Because that's Buck's territory. He can't go for the heavyweight title. Why? That's Kenny's territory. Is he going to go for the impact title? And bring it back, but I don't know. Are you still in Kenny's territory if he, if he decides I'm gonna take the impact title off of Christian and bring it over here, baby? Because remember, we was carrying titles from different companies when we was in the league. You can do that. All he has to do is just connect it. Just have him get a bit, just throw a screen up, do a little editing, a little touch up here and there. You can even touch on like what if what if they knew Adam Cole was coming for so long that they made sure they drove Cody out? Who knows? You could do a lot. Cody could come back, should come back and join the elite. Just so he could be like, yeah, we're going to make it like old times. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that would be the most WCW, MWO shit of all time. And and that's what's going to get, you're either going to, you're rolling the dice with that. You're either going to get people to stay and watch to see how it turns out, or you're going to get people to be like, we saw this shit already for 20, for, for, for like 20 years ago in TNT. Like, which is funny because it it worked in New Japan too because they did it with the Bullet Club, right? But what works in New Japan doesn't always work in America. They is they gonna have to market it different though. The thing is, the, mm-hmm. the problem with the NWO is they never lose. They never lost. It was always them just whooping somebody's ass. They need to take their ass whoopings. <laughs> they need to take their ass whoopings, and they have to make like there was never a really honestly there was no real fun NWO match. But at least with these, mm, mm, nope, you're right. Exactly. But at least with them, you cannot say the number one guy on the PWI hasn't had bangers. And then right. same with the Bucks. They've been having bangers. Sometimes I granted they cheat a little bit, but a lot of the times the Bucks have been what my friend described as a whole cheat code because these motherfuckers be kicking out of shit that they should have been dead from. So you know that you're still getting the fire match. Mm-hmm. And, a, and a little bit of a story in between. So uh, I want to ask you guys this question. Once, one thing, because you mentioned NWO. CM okay. Punk made a statement recently. And I'll read it out to you. 
gosh, obviously, I think it's going to be very impactful. I'm not personally in the business of war. I know who the who competition is and who competition isn't. To me, we focus on ourselves. We focus on the talent we have and we focus on the people in the building. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's how we grow. And it's and it's not about throwing stones. I know TNT loves ratings. I know everyone's going to look at stuff and compare the two. For a company that's only been around for two years, I think they're doing great. And if you're competing with somebody on another night that's, that's got a 30-year start, well, that's fine. But to me, our competition is our audience. And as long as we keep them engaged and keep them happy, I think that it's to bring it back around that we're doing great. So I'm not Hogan. I'm not Savage. You know, Dan, Daniel, Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole, they're not them either. They're not the outsiders. I see the parallel, but this is totally different. And I'll go ahead and say it, and people can quote me on it. They'll be pissed off about it. But to me, this is bigger. So the question I have to you fellas, is this bigger than the Outsiders and Hogan turning heel at Bash at the Beach? No. No. No, absolutely not. And and never there's there's no there's no significant jump or turn that will be bigger than the red and blue turning into black and white and Hall and Nash jumping from WCW, I mean, from yeah. WWE to WCW, it, it that changed the parallel of the business and how and it changed how WWE started to do business mm-hmm. after that. Like, Kevin Nash is the reason why people getting guaranteed money. Like, like, bro, it, it is amazing, but these are the things that set the stage for the stuff like. Cole and and Brian and and Punk and 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 Jericho and whoever else jumps from the E over to AEW or the E from to any other company. But I don't think it's, I don't think it's nowhere near the impact that Hogan and the Outsiders and, and even Randy Savage going to WCW is. Uh, I agree, I totally agree because it's not like you're gonna see, like it's not like you saw Daniel Bryan on. On SmackDown Friday, and at the same time, you see Daniel Bryan on Rampage an hour later. You know what I'm saying? And then it's nobody like that's that's what they did. They made it look like, yo, it was an invasion. Like you know, Scott's like, you know why we here? You know where I'm from? So you know why we here? You guys wanted the war, all that. I'm like, no, nobody's doing that. War? Yeah, nobody doing that. You like, you're not gonna see somebody on two. Ain't nobody. They're not gonna sit there, right, and throw and throw someone there that look like uh, Daniel Bryan on next week on SmackDown talking about Daniel Bryan back, like they did with the face, like with the like like Daniel Bryan's back, and then you just gonna see some fat nigga named like like Dennis. Like no, they're not gonna do that because <laughs> so it's 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 not bigger. It's not the same impact. It's you like you know what it is. Punk doesn't believe this shit. Punk doesn't genuinely believe what he just fucking said. He's pandering. He's fucking pandering to his fucking audience. He's pandering to the the all elite audience who are hardcore about the company, which is fine. Mm -hmm. I love it. I think it's awesome. Do it. Keep motherfuckers around. But at the end of the day, this motherfucker is pandering out the ass. Mm -hmm. 
to make these motherfuckers feel good and make them feel like the most important company in the world. But it's nowhere near NWO because the impact is not there. They they haven't changed the business. They haven't made Vince nervous. I hope Vince is nervous. Because you know what's crazy? Jim Cornette said something about this. He said that Jim, that, that Vince should, is giving away money for the most part. But I don't think this is as big as as the NWO what they did back in the day. This no. is this is no nowhere it, near that. It's, it's not. It can't be. It, it's nowhere near that. The ramifications, but like I said, the ramifications of the elite is going elite running everything is going to determine how these next couple of years go for AEW. If they don't learn which from prior mistakes of bigger groups like the out like the NWO, they are destined to mm-hmm. do the same thing the NWO did. Get a thousand people in a thousand different places and it'd be an issue. The thing I liked about Bullet Club is yes, Bullet Club had a lot of people, but you also knew who everybody was. You knew who um, G.O.D. was. Mm-hmm. Gallows and Anderson, well, more or less, Anderson, um, Carl Anderson had his own niche. Um, again, you knew who A.J. Styles was. You knew who the Young Bucks were. You knew who Adam Cole was. You were learning who Kenny Omega and Adam Page were. You knew who Cody was. So as long as the elite continues to show that, yes, we are one group, but each separate entity can hold on, hold themselves accountable. They're gonna be fine. But but speaking of speaking of the Good Brothers, mm-hmm. you saw Adam Cole shaded the shit out of um, <laughs> the Good Brothers. Doogie, did you see that? Uh, elaborate. So Adam Cole pops out, does a little baby stuff, talks his shit. He talks about the elite being great, talks about Kenny being the, one of the greatest champions of all time, talks about the Bucks being the greatest tag team of all time. Mind you, the the good brother standing right there, he mentions nothing about them in the pro. Because no, they don't even go there, son. Right. They don't they even don't go, go there. there. They're not even all elite. They still impact. They yeah, still impact. The boys, bro. If huh? boys. Nah. Like, yo, yo when he when he when he was in Bullet Club, they weren't even there. You know what's funny? You say that about them being an impact. I feel like that's the only reason why that impact deal went through. Because what do you mean? Impact is paying aid paying um the good brothers mm-hmm. to be to do everything that they're doing on dynamite and AEW yeah. in general. That's money out of Tony pocket. <laughs> that's money Tony don't got to spend it's true. for no reason if I'm Tony if somebody else can spend the money and I can have these guys here so for me cool it works for me how do we know how do we know Tony really 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 want to sign these guys anyway he doesn't want to sign these guys at all he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't fuck with them. the the good brothers are are a cool tag team mm-hmm. I don't think they're great I've never saw that I've 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 told you huh they're not. They're not that yeah, great. Not. It's. It's like. They're I. They're I. You know. They're, they're a good hand. They are a good hand. Pause. 
pause. Like, but, yeah. they, are, they are a good hand. If, if, if you had to talk about masturbation, there would be a hand without no callus on it, and they're very soft. <laughs> Damn. Strong arms. Strong arm, very soft hands, good hand to masturbate with. They, uh, they're... they're, they're okay. Yeah, that's exactly what they are. They're... Yeah. They're the reverse. I said this. They're the reverse APA. They're <laughs> the reverse APA. Without the it. personality. Right. Without the, the, the extra personality. So, WWE signed another gold medalist. His name yes. is Abel Stevenson. Looks like his name should be Juan Rodriguez, and he lives uptown on 145th. Damn. That, that's, that's not who he is because he, he looks mad Dominican. Mad yeah. Dominican. But he just got signed. What are your guys' thoughts on that? I feel like they're trying to recreate the Kurt Angle magic. Cause and my the thing is that is, and if they they find one little small ankle in the issue, they're just gonna blow it away. Cause right now, they still got Gable, mm-hmm. who so good, bro. yo. And then I'm not gonna lie to you. Gable already found his like his number one match that he needs to like make sure these two always stick together in some way mm-hmm. in Montez Ford because mm. you put them two together I don't Dangerous. know like in like a minute mm. so and people you want to know how good Gable is and I kind of realize WWE is slightly wasting him. Mm-hmm. He like one year he wrestled AJ style in a five minute match and then made mm. a match of the year candidate on the network. Nigga, nice boy, five nice boy. Minutes, bro. Five <laughs> minutes, bro. Like, like AJ Styles is already he's already that nigga. But you add Chad Gable. Whew, that's like AJ versus a young Kurt, bro. Like, he, yeah. would, he would be, he would be, he's gonna be loved after he leaves. Not now. You know who I love now, and I really appreciate it because I was watching some old, some old, some of his old stuff. Mm-hmm. X Pac. Oh, X Pac was a dog, but people just didn't. Like that was one him. of my favorite wrestlers. I used to yeah, love X Pac. But he don't get love though. He don't get love. Because people still trying to wonder why he got two rings. I always say right time, right place, right timing. But career-wise, you look back on his career from the beginning to the end, Omboy has some moments. We talk about Ray in that category of, you know, Ray's – okay, Ray Mysterio was the greatest cruiserweight, super junior, whatever you call it, of all time. Xbox is not number two, but Xbox is not far when it comes to – to greatest of of greatest of the smalls of the cruiserweights. Oh, a hundred percent. Like, his your his style though mm-hmm. is like the original indie style though. Yes. Yeah. It, it is. That and and that's why. And then all right, let's be honest. X Pac always had fire theme songs. <laughs> Make some noise, X Pac. Like, do y'all remember the X Factor theme song? 
you chilling with the X Factor. Yeah, and then yeah. it just dropped into that yeah, boy shit. X Factor. I got everything high as a moment, and I'll never yeah. give that back. Yeah. Oh, I know you hated X Factor, but you ain't never looked at me like that. I said you ain't never looked at me like that. I don't know why. You know? Yo, yo, the crazy part is that the strings, the strings always sound like DX. Yes. The strings yes. will always sound like DX for whatever song he'll do. That's yo. Make some noise, X Pac. Yeah, but he, I, I think. He he, the man, bro. Yo. he was the man. And then you know that I don't know if you guys saw that that um, Punk and um Darby mm-hmm. took some stuff from, from his match with with, with Brett. Yeah. yeah, when he was the, one, two, three, kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he thanked he thanked he thanked them for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 you know, I, I think we'd be sleeping on X Pac. I think we we motherfuckers need to give Shaw Waltman some love for sure. You know, he was out here on these streets doing he, big things. He was definitely on. He definitely was. He was definitely in the streets though with China. God rest her soul. Oh man. But we'll move on from that. Um, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. We love you, X Pac, and, and rest in peace, China. Sleep easy, China, for sure. Sleep, sleep easy, B. Sleep easy. Did I did ever gonna put her in the Hall of Fame? Is she in the Hall of Fame? She's in the yeah. Hall of Fame for DX. Yeah, I think yeah. she should be. I think she should be in the Hall of Fame for herself too. Who yeah. do you think should who you think should induct her though? Triple X-Bot. H Karma. Triple H and Xbox. And Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> Stephanie McMahon should just do it by herself. Yo, Stephanie McMahon would have to come back to TV because all the heat she would have, she would just have to capitalize on it. Yeah, boy. Yeah, like she can't do now. Nah, she would have to be back on TV. If you know what's doesn't. crazy? The story that, that that about how they got together is wild. This shit is wild. Like, basically, Stephanie told China, like, yo, this is my man's now. Bah. <laughs> yo, and she found a love note from Steph to Triple H, and they kicked Triple H out. Like, what? And Triple H was to go live with Stephanie. He was like, Triple H, all right. <laughs> I'm the gamer. I'm just like, what? <laughs> oh, I'm the game. You know what makes it? You know what makes it really fucked up? All mm. this shit happened right after they did a MTV True Life with with um Triple H and China. That was right after. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because I see that true evidence. She's like, oh, we're together. Mwah! Yeah. Mwah! Mwah! Oh, talking about Mwah! how much he loved the brawling chick. Like, I suck a sweaty dick. That's yo, stop. Super awkward. I suck a sweaty dick after every match. Yo, stop. Do you know, stop was doing the same thing. <laughs> she oh. was wild. Stop, yo, stop. Um, yo, nah. 2001 was a crazy year because that was the year like like China got released. 2001 in November was the year China got released, and like if I don't know if y'all remember, but she was going through the contract issues. They. She never lost her title. They vacated the title. Mm-hmm. She never lost. She never got pinned. <laughs> Supposedly she wanted too much money. She she she, she put she her, wanted um, a mill. She 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 put her clip on the table. And was like, yo, 
I want a mill. I'm the ninth wonder of the world, B. The fuck? What the fuck? And then JR looked at him like, JR was like, don't, don't hit me. Don't hit me. No. I don't want to give you a bill. I can't. We can't afford it. What about 500? No. No, JR. I want a mill. Give me a mill. Jody, we can't do this. Shut up. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> The fuck you mean you oh can't get that bill? Pay me like Stone Cold. Slap the table in half. Yeah, she definitely said pay me like Stone Cold. Pay Stone me like Cold. That's supposed to happen. And Stone she... Cold wasn't getting the, the money he was supposed to get either. He, but his merch money was out. This is still out this world. <laughs> was China making more than Sable? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I know. Oh, not Sable had Playboy. No, China had Playboy money too. I, I think. I think it was either I think Sable may, low key may have made more. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think China I think made, Sable more. made more. I think Sable made more, but then Sable wanted more money though. At least Sable came back to get her money. Yeah, Sable wanted more money. And then China was just like, yo, I made more money doing Playboy than wrestling. What the fuck is going on? That's why she wanted more money. Yes. Cause she was like, I made more money doing Playboy. And then she put her clip on the table. Was like, nah, this this ain't right. It's not the it move. Doesn't make no sense. So we saying Playboy was a gateway to the timeline of what happened. Yes. Yes. Okay. No, uh, like, listen. Imagine this. You at work. You were you busting your ass working nine to five, 40 plus hours a week, right? And they pay you, and you you're successful at work. You're one of the top dudes at work. And then. Johnny B was just like, yo, I need you to do this one shift. One shift compared to the 40, 60 hours you do. And they covered your whole year's pay <laughs> for that one shift. You ain't going to feel a type of way? I ain't going to lie. I felt the way when I was making more un unemployment than I was at work. <laughs> when, I, when I was furloughed, I was like... American Airlines, thank you for my job back. I love you guys. Thank you for upgrading me. I just want to say that first. But <laughs> when I was a part-time agent, making more at home than you know than being at work, I was like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. But it's and that's the thing about wrestlers. We talk mm -hmm. about so this on the podcast. My brother and um Janelle talk about it. Mister Black mm -hmm. and Janelle from the HR. It's how to negotiate contracts. Mm hmm. She had the leverage in the situation, but maybe her emotions got the best of her. Come, cause, cause I mean, at the end of the day, your ex boyfriend is out here fucking the boss's daughter, and the boss's daughter is writing your storylines. What are you doing? No wonder she was going left mentally. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask for a ridiculous amount because first of all, I'm the top chick there. Top chick. I'm crossover appeal. You know, I fixed my chin up. Motherfuckers is finding me extra sexy now, even though she was sexy before with the weird chin. I don't give a fuck. I'll kiss that Jay Leno chin. I'm a nasty dude. I thought she looked good back then. And I think she looked good after. I don't care. China, I love you. But anyways, she fixed the chin up. She popping on these streets. Popping. Then my 
soon to be, I'm thinking he's gonna be my husband one day, is out here in these streets. These Connecticut streets. Stanford. <laughs> Getting nasty. Was in the office. 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 In Titan Towers. Titan <laughs> Towers. Titan Towers. Is what she said. And, then, and the thing about it, it hurts when they don't tell you what happened. You had to find out. <laughs> and she gets the love letter. Like Tommy got the love letter. From the pink ranger. Wait, Yo, can wait, we talk wait, about wait, that? Nah, we need to talk about this. No, 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 no. no. I know we don't got too much time, but we need no, to talk no, about no, this. We real got quick. solid 30 minutes. Nah, we oh, we got solid 30 minutes. Let's segue into it. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got this. I got I got the first part. First of all, you talk about Jason wouldn't let that happen, right? Cause that's what you said in your video. We can talk about it. Go ahead. Jason didn't let that happen. Jason let a whole nigga come in and take take over his crew twice. Twice. Hold twice. on, hold on. Hold Green on, hold and on. white. Huh? Green and white. And then Wait, he took Kimberly from out, him. Out, he took Kimberly from him the first time. time. Time out. What? The reason why he let the white race to take over because the OG Zordon was like, yo, Zordon was like, yo, my nigga. This nigga so, got powers. We gonna let him run this shit. What are you supposed to say? That's the OG. So what happened when he was the Green Ranger and he first came in and he took Kimberly away from him? He wasn't fucking with Kimberly like that. Why do people keep saying this? He wasn't. He Kimberly wasn't. was. No, nah, but Kimberly, Kimberly was fucking. Kimberly was fucking with him. Kimberly he, was fucking listen, with him. He got some head. He got some head from Kimberly. That's it. And she was in love. Okay, but he was in love with Kimberly. Wait. Before before oh, I say and then she went back then then now nah, Kimberly definitely for the streets because if y'all saw the Power Ranger Turbo movie yeah she went saw, back to that she nigga. went back to him yeah <laughs> okay do you were saying something all right so one I actually read I uh my boy actually reads the actual comic books and he goes into shit that they won't cover on the show but I'm not gonna lie to you when she broke up with Tommy Violetta. Was literally the most fucked up toxic shit I have seen because of the way the scenario plays out. My man is literally in the gym benching, maxing out, and then he gets like, "Yo, Adam comes up and's like, yo, we got a letter from Kimberly," and then she goes, he goes, "Go ahead, read that out loud." Because he's feeling himself. Because he's feeling himself. He's like, yo, my bitch sent me a letter. It probably smelled like a perfume. Right. Ooh, we. Yo, my nigga, read that shit. Yo, read that shit. You know what? Get a, get a microphone. Here, read this out. At some point, when she says, yo, I found somebody else, you saw the weight buckle under Tommy's arm. Like, oh, hold on. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what, what did she say? She said, I found somebody who what? Yeah, she found somebody else that made her happy while she was doing I'm gymnastics. Pull the clip up. I'm pull the clip up. Yo. She found she found Jason again. She, <laughs> oh my god! Because that's who you the next person you see her with. Yes. What? Remember in Turbo with that's the next day they go. Tommy, they you know they both you. stuck in the water underwater together. And then how ironic! How ironic is Tommy and his Rangers that gotta go save them. Tommy took the whole red ring. Tommy's a hoe, my nigga. Nah. Tommy was a hoe. Jason, what, what, Jason was a hoe too. Jason is the realest nigga on was the realest Power Ranger, B. Why, why are we not giving him why are we not giving him his flowers? I, you know what? Can, can I talk? Can I tell y'all comic book magic that Jason pulls off? Jason let Tommy take his color again. Like, no. come on. No, he gave him that color. He said, yo, you can rock because guess what? 
Nobody is better than you. I remember the only person that handed Tommy L's was Jason. He was like, Oh, y'all want the person I beat up to lead the team? Let's see how far y'all gonna get. Bro, they never Jason beat him up one time after Tommy thrashed him four. No, Tommy, no, 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 it wasn't like that. My nigga, in the turbo movie, Jason was giving Tommy the work with no powers for two minutes. No, and you gotta remember, you gotta remember every time they fought. Before Jason was always trying to talk and defuse the fight. Exactly. Then, the time, the soft, time, soft. No, nah, because you be like, yo, chill, take it easy. Look, soft. I noticed you and I got the same uniform on. You suggest, like, what's the deal? And then he's like, he wasn't hearing it. So the, the time Jason says, yo, I'm sick of this. I'm tired of you putting hands on me. It's about to go down. Tommy, the moment he beat Tommy, Tommy became a pop. He's like, I'm going to join the so, team now. So, yes. so you're saying that. That Jason was the girlfriend in the abusive relationship. No, no, because <laughs> he finally, he finally stood up to, he finally no. stood up to his, his, his abusive, abusive, right? He finally stood up to her, uh, his abusive boyfriend. That's what no. you saying. <laughs> no, son, he just like he checked because, like, yo, he just Tommy was that dude that just kept trying to be disrespectful, and Jason was like, yo, you need to chill and slow it down. Because if I start swinging back, I guarantee you it's gonna be a whole new scenario. And then what happened? There's a six ranger. Did it? Did it? Um... Tommy was beating him with hands. Jason had a sword, bro. Like, come on, no, Tommy, like, come no, on. No, I Tommy had a like, sword. He like didn't, didn't boost up his nigga's powers, son. <laughs> No. <laughs> niggas, the Red Ranger, the Green Ranger's powers. That's why he was acting like that. That nigga was on steroids. He was a Power Ranger on steroids. That nigga was fighting fair. Then when so the both of the, got in that last fight, not not. So Jason was on steroids too. No, the last Whoa. fight Jason was like, "Yo, I'm, I'm gonna give it turbo." To Tur no, the last fight was turbo. Jason was oh. on steroids too, right? Oh, he he had no powers. He had he no powers. He was on steroids. No, no he, he was, was just mad. He was just he was mad. He was just mad. <laughs> was built up anger. From getting washed. It was built up anger from getting washed four like, times. First of all, I'm going to be like this. First of all, let's be like this. I'm uh -huh. about to break down Turbo right now why Jason had to give Tommy the hands in Turbo. First okay. of all, you're going to show up after taking my spot. Right after being given my spot with a whole new team that I didn't even start with, so that means you fired the whole squad. Then on top of that, your first move was to take your helmet off and try to reconnect with Kimberly again. No, you gonna catch these hands? I'm not, he no. definitely did, son. He definitely tried to look in his bitch's eyes like, "Yo, what up, mom?" And and, and guess who this? fell for it? And guess who fell with for the ponytail? Pink Ranger. She fell huh? for it. Which she one? fell for it. At Oh, the second or the first one. No, Kimberly. I'm talking. You talk. He's talking about when he took the helmet off, trying to um reconnect with Kimberly. Kimberly he, was he, almost, for the he almost did it. He almost Kimberly did it too. Was for the streets. He almost did it too. Kimberly was for the streets. For sure. And, like, nobody understands. Like Kimberly was it was a thotty McDotty. but she but you but you know what? She was young though. We were all mean nothing. Tommy had a boy band look, bro. Dude had the slick back ponytail. He, he was, Tommy was already winning. That's what they wanted back then. Was the boy band stuff? He had long hair. He had a ponytail. He knew how to fight. He had long hair. He washed everybody. He beat up Kimberly, and Kimberly still wanted him. I don't understand. See, okay, <laughs> like, like, like <laughs> he, he does not bring us abusive points up. 
I'm not, I ain't gonna lie to you. I had to give him that one, dog. Because like, he did put his hands on Kimberly, too. Like he's, right? He, he thrashed Kimberly. Kimberly. Kimberly was fighting back. Kimberly was fighting back. And like, she didn't even do anything. Right. Kimberly was fighting back. Kimberly was fighting back. What's that J Lo movie called? Enough. Enough. Yeah. That's what Kimberly was. Kimberly was like the nigga with the mouth. The the note was like the re- like late yeah. revenge. That's yeah. what it was. Like, oh my god! Like, so, so, so y'all say that Tommy used to beat on Kimberly? Apparently, I really apparently. Oh Dude, did you watch my helmet, bitch? <laughs> Kimberly was in the first Power Ranger movie, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. There was no abuse going on there. There was no abuse going on there. They everybody just listened to the White Ranger and went about their business as they supposed to. But no, nah, Jason. But the, OG, <laughs> but the OG switched it up, and Jason was tight. We all know Jason. Oh, was Jason tight. was mad. Jason had to be like, mad. all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. This you know what? You want to know? You want to know who break his morpher? <laughs> you want to know who was really tight? Zach, because honestly, he was <laughs> no. Let's be clear. Let's no, be no, clear. no. I'm, I'm shaking my head because I know. Because <laughs> no, like, if you if you know when it was just the original five, Zach was supposed to be the number two, and yep. then all of a sudden, yep. Tommy comes along. Right, and then becomes the number two. But then, what makes it even crazier is we came on, came number one. And then, yo, <laughs> and then what what happens next is he gets the White Ranger powers, and then he's like, and they're like, yo, this is gonna be our leader now. Zach is like, so let me get this straight. <laughs> You give this white man powers, and all of a sudden, <laughs> this colonizer been beating on us for five episodes. He and he go, he gonna be our leader now. That's like, what you think. And what's his powers like? Why everyone's like at some point they stop saying like dinosaur names and stuff. So like when they be like, "Yo, Red Ranger power," all that stuff. All of a sudden, time he goes White Ranger power, and then Zach got to sit there and look at him like, "Nigga, this is supposed to be my leader." Mind you, oh. also in the episodes. Guess who Tommy always had to go to for advice was Zach. And if you, they even said he would go to Zach for advice on leading the team. And Zach got to eat that L and be like, yo, Tommy was, was a trash nigger. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Tommy was a trash oh, nigger. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you about him being nigger, trash. Nigger, Tommy was out here pulling a John Cena when he was burying half the Rangers. Right, and then when anytime Tom, you notice in the new Power Rangers, any Power Rangers out, Tommy pop up in now, people love that shit, just like John Cena, I, just like John Cena, just like John Tommy Cena. is John Cena, B. Like, he, like he really, he really came off. Of, he was a heel, and he did his heel turn, mm-hmm. and, and it became people, became a people face. Got, People got bored of him for a little bit. He they got the bored Ranger. of him. He, he went away, and he comes back. Sp- sp- yeah. Like a part-timer. He comes back like a part-timer. You teaching, know, teaching new people. Exactly. And he comes back as a black ranger. Yo. He, <laughs> was like, he was like, yo, Zach probably like, oh, 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 oh. what? <laughs> no, but no, no, no. I think so. The only Jason point I'm going to give y'all is when Jason came back as the black ranger with the black and gold. And, and, and yo, that was and hard. Guess and guess who, they were li- guess who they was listening to? And guess what Tommy said? Guess what Tommy said to him? Tommy was like, yo, you're not coming back. Are you coming back for the leader spot? Because if you are, just just don't don't let everybody know. I'll, 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 I'll take your orders and tell them to do it. Like, he literally was nervous because he thought Jason was coming back for the nah, spot. Nah, because that black, that black ranger, that black and gold ranger would have been something different. 
that was <laughs> that he had the he had the power of black air forces. That was different than the Green Ranger. Right there. Yeah. That could have that could have been something. That you could have been thought, a ten I episode like, ass whooping right there. The politics <laughs> of Power Rangers. I thought Zach was coming back to be the Black and Gold Ranger. Me too. I thought he was gonna come back. I thought, but then, but then later on, I found out like niggas weren't paying the <laughs> these these kids. <laughs> Like, overtime pay. <laughs> Fuck the like, kids, literally. Like, no, nah, yeah, yeah, they paid $600 a week. To do that was their pay. That's $600 wild. $600 a week. Nah, you killing me. That was $600 a week. Nah, bro. I, 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 and I'm doing a, their own stunts. They were doing, doing their own stunts. I think somebody got injured. No, treat. Um, the, ori the original Yellow Ranger got injured one episode. Um, mm -hmm. I think the Pink Ranger got injured one episode as well. And they got paid no overtime. They got no royalty checks. So when they so when they asked for more money, the producers was like, "Y'all niggas want more money? Get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here! I'm gonna hire three other new niggas, and they're gonna come take your spot." And Tommy being a fucking Tom, going, "Hey man, don't worry, I'm good with what all that I got. I'm good, don't worry." So we just called. Tommy a colonizer, and we also call Tommy a fucking Uncle Tom all in one episode. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, this is definitely this yeah, definitely this is my, this is my man's in the still Tommy still my no, man's I fucks in the, with Tommy. I fucks with I fucks with Jason David Frank, but the yeah, okay. character Tommy is the Tommy go. Uh, Jason David Frank, I'll fuck to it. Yo, no, Jason David Frank is great. He's great. Fucking but, love what he's done for the Power Ranger community. Everything. But imagine if he come out with that actual white and green suit and start thrashing every ranger from every universe. I don't want to hear nothing. I'm gonna come back to the conversation so, and be like, you know what? Let's 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 let's, let's talk about that. Because uh -huh. in the comic books, right? Mm -hmm. The all right, what they what they get into down the line is you found out that. He never actually kills Drake Jason in that timeline. He mm. literally kept Jason in a basement. And with, every time he came up with a plan to try to take over a timeline, he would ask Jason, how would you stop me? And then Jason would tell him, oh, I would just do this and do this. So he Jason, was so, so Jason the bitch. That's what you say. No, Jason was tortured. <laughs> he was locked up and tortured. And then on top so of Jason that, Jason could have just died and, and then a, it, died and a then, real nigga, and he did. Hold on, I'm a, I'm about to get into it. Took right. Jason from the main timeline, right? The main timeline, mm -hmm. rather up every Power Rangers from every universe. Yes. And leading them to whoop this dude's ass. Now, you, 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 you make this nigga sound too popular. You're not helping. Yo, the right you see? Look, no, look. Jason look. is Jason. No, but Jason literally. But that's the thing. Jason is literally the ranger. Cause like, all right. So when he left, he like you know how in the show they leave the mm -hmm. three of them leave. Yeah. In the comic books, they leave to become um, Omega Omega Rangers. Yes. So I now they yeah. So now, and it's like, they do come back to Earth and he molly whops Tommy for being a bitch-ass dude. He, like, Tommy, So he had to go away and go get powers to molly whop Tommy? That's what you said? No. First of all, he's <laughs> an old... No, no, no. He's a... First he's of not one, helping this at all, son. No. Son, <laughs> I, like, no he got to go away and get stronger to beat up the, Tommy. No, because you also found out the only reason why Tommy got the right range of powers because he made a deal. Jason made a deal with Zordon and said, yo, just give him the powers, bro. Like, because Tommy seemed so depressed because he lost the Green Ranger powers. He was like, 
right, help this nigga out. But the thing is, though, I'd be depressed too if I lost my black earphones. But the thing about it, though, like, but <laughs> you also got to understand, like, the shit was wild, disrespectful to making him the leader. It was. It was. And then it even was it was wild, disrespectful. And then, and yo, J even Jason admitted it's like yo. So he's like yo, that's wild, disrespectful. Zordon apologized on the secrecy, like. Yo, I'm sorry, man. I didn't. I didn't mean to be that fucked up. And Jason looked at him and was like, "Word," because I go in front. You could have said that in front of everybody. You didn't have to tell that to me in privacy. So like, Zordon, so you saying Zordon the bitch ass nigga here? Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah. He is. <laughs> I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna disagree with that. Like, <laughs> like, I'll be mad too. I'll be I'm mad like, too. especially if I know, like, especially if I was like, "Yo, how you made him the leader? I beat his ass." Are you kidding me right now? Like, like. That's, that's Yo, a like, wild jump. Nah, you know what's worse? Zordon had the power to give to the rest of the Rangers while he, they was getting washed, and he didn't. Yeah, that's even worse. That is worse. That is, <laughs> you know what? Like, <laughs> if you watch the end of space, you understand that Zordon is the, Zordon is the problem. Absolutely. Zordon is the reason why everything was fucked up in the world. That's yes. why he had to die. He messed up. <laughs> he messed up. He was supposed to die in the movie, and they brought... And, and see, that's the reason why everybody was killing him off. And... Just like the Rangers, they want to bring him back to life. <laughs> like, they wanted to do it, but um, um, we got to wrap up. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this was an interesting episode. We talked to Power Rangers. We talked <laughs> wrestling. We talked a bunch of shit today. <laughs> um, talk some wild shit for sure, ladies and, ladies and gentlemen. Um, fellas, let let the viewers know and the listeners know where they can find you. Uh, yo, this your boy uh, Doogie Franchise. You can follow me on IG at D O O G I. F R A N C H I S E. You can find me on that's my IG. Also, you can check out my podcast. It's called It's Show Off Season. That's literally one word. It's Show Off Season. We drop an episode every Monday. We'll be talking to people or we'll be shooting the shits. We actually got an episode with Mr. Wilkins, <laughs> Sir Wilkins on there. My apologies. Um, Mr. Black Janelle. I got to get Big Baby on one day and talk about your sports and everything. Um, uh, I appreciate everybody. Uh, thank y'all for having me. This was fun. Hope to come on again. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Big baby, let them know. Most definitely, ladies and gentlemen, it is your boy Big Baby of the Your Sports Show, and we are actually returning um, this week as you as this episode drops. The next Your episode of the Your Sports Show will be this Saturday at two p.m. live on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube. Um, Periscope, all of that, and then it drops on that next Monday. Um, shout outs to my team, BK Matt, the Queen, Queen Tay, Pete Rosado, who just um, had a banger show um, a couple weeks back called We Are Wrestling with the match of the year candidate, Darius Carter. And, um, and, um, why is her name slipping my mind right now? And I love her, um, Trish, Trish, Trish Adora. Adora. Um, so definitely be on the lookout for your sports show. We'll, we'll be back, back like cook coke crap. Sure. Yes, cocaine. Is All of the cocaine. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Thank you so much for coming on in such a last minute. Mm. Um, and I will talk to you guys very soon. Thank you. Peace. Right. Yep. Good night. I'll press end broadcast. You guys can.